you. Hi. <laughs> Caught you off guard there with that entrance, yeah, didn't you, I? you really did. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Bulls in the Ring. Welcome. How are we all doing today? Uh, I'm I'm doing pretty all right. How are you doing? I was speaking to the, the audience. Oh, you're not talking no. to me? <laughs> oh. How are you doing today, Joseph? Well, now I'm doing pretty shitty, actually. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I, I don't like this. Um, just so people know, we um, sometimes don't record every week. We'll do, like, two episodes in one week. So there's a long um, time that we're not doing this, and mm-hmm. it, it gets me... A little anxious. I, I, I like doing these every week. It keeps, I, I think, it keeps me a little bit fresh. Mm-hmm. And having these these big gaps are are uh, a downer for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I like sitting in my basement here, the ambiance of the uh, the bull ring, and drinking beers. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, all right. So as per usual, we're we're getting really we, usual we with this. A, we have a guest this week. We do. I miss the days when we used to just talk to each other. And, <laughs> Talk to the king, but these are good. We we need to get the king back on one day. I, I miss the king. I miss the king a That's lot. True. He kind of he kind of got on my bad side a couple weeks ago when he was texting during the podcast, and That's I, true. I, I know he was just chuckling up at the wall, just like <laughs> he it's, knew he was throwing everything off off it, balance. It actually got but me a little him. bit. It got me a little bit sad today because um, I was listening to another podcast that I normally listen to, mm-hmm. and. The uh, king was actually on that. As but a, you didn't hear his voice. Oh, yes, you did. Are you serious? Oh, yes. I he, didn't hear this. He had a speaking part on another podcast. He betrayed us. No, I, like, I thought he wrote a letter in. No, no, no. He cheated. He sent an audio clip to them. It was episode 100? Episode, I believe, 90... No, it was 100. It was their, it was their anniversary episode. I heard the when he... Oh, yes. He the wrote an email saying, like, yeah, like, oh, we have trivia. Do you uh, want to play it? Um... We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We don't want to leave our uh, our guest hanging here, but we will get we will get back to the king. Okay. All right. All right. We'll so the, stay tuned to the end of the episode. We're going to play that for yes. Everybody. We got to get it ready. The traitor himself. Uh, yes. So Tom, why don't you take it away and introduce our guest? Okay. Our guest this week is an actress slash fitness model from Orange County, California. She was a DJ on Sirius XM Satellite Radio and has appeared on Two and a Half Men, The Bold and the Beautiful, and the. Lifetime film, Open Marriage. Please welcome Nikki Lee. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Nikki. Hello. Thank you for the welcome. How are you today? I'm good. I'm very good. How about yourself? Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, we are very good. Yeah, long day at work. Uh, Right? I mean, but that's life, and that's what you want. You at least want to be able to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um... As we usually have a guest, we like to get right into it. Um, yeah. Just for the people that don't know you, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself, um, you know, where you're from. I mean, we did say that you're from California, um, originally in Orange County. We're actually from uh, Orange County, New York, so we have that uh, oh. as the connection. <laughs> but, you know, if you just introduce yourself. Find just... the commonalities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, now I live in Los Angeles, so um, you wouldn't think that that's drastically different, but it kind of is. Orange County and uh, Los Angeles are, are very different. Um, but yeah, I'm living out here now. Um, I'm pursuing a career in acting. It's going awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, everyone starts to know you through social media. So this is actually really nice because I feel like people are going to get to know me more through these questions. So Good, good. That's, that's our plan for these. <laughs> Great. Um, you grew up there. You moved in. Um, 
we also saw that you attended uh, Cal State Fullerton. I did. Yay. Um, yep. Graduated. Uh, gosh, now it's like 2012. I graduated. Graduated cum laude. So that was really cool because I didn't even know that that was really a thing until I got like the letter maybe a week before graduation. I was like, oh, yay. All the hard work did pay off. That's great. <laughs> But yes, I went to Cal State Fullerton and uh, graduated with a bachelor's degree in sociology. So it's actually really amazing how much that aligns with acting. Because I never thought I was going to do acting. And um, it's really quite similar because you have to understand the other person and um, really get inside their head and understand why they do things and what molds them. So it it was actually the perfect complement for the career choice I made. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I mean, that's a definitely a different spin than some people would put on it. But I mean, I guess doing what you do and then having that educational background really kind of worked out well for you. Yeah, thankfully. Who knew? I was already setting myself up. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you always lived in California? I have. Um, I did study abroad in Italy for a little while. So I guess that was the only time I ever had an apartment anywhere else. Um, but other than that, yeah, I have lived only in California. I really do wish that I lived in Texas. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I love Texas so much. Um, so I wish I lived there. That's the dream state for me. But, um, yeah, I grew up born and raised with the lovely weather of California. I mean, I find that interesting. I mean, the and I don't want to stereotype here, but you have California very, like, chill, laid-back place, um, and then Texas, where it's more, you know, straight up and in your face being, you know, the machismo of it and all that. What what draws you to Texas? Um, I just really, um, well, first of all, I have family in Texas, but I also have some of my best friends all over Texas, literally in Austin and Dallas and Houston. And um, so I think just seeing that I gravitate towards uh, people there, the people are super fun, I think, and the places are great. Um, Every city has such a unique vibe, and um, I don't know, it's just like, I went to, for instance, I went to San Antonio for the NCAA championship, and I fell in love with that city. And I didn't even know that I really loved all of Texas until I really saw San Antonio, because I knew I love Austin, I knew I love Dallas, and all these things, but when I saw San Antonio, it just made me be like, oh my gosh, this is so, it's so cute, and quaint, and the Alamo's not that big, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. but it's like, <laughs> you know, Better question. Texas makes it look bigger than we really think it is, it's, there's so much relatability, and uh, I don't know, I just, I really like a cowboy vibe, I, I like country, um, I love horses, and things like that so I feel like I feel like I just always have a really beautiful time there whichever city I've chosen and honestly again Austin is like one of my favorite cities so all right nice nice now you worked as a DJ for Sirius yeah I uh, yeah I was a host of my own show just like y'all so <laughs> it was pretty remarkable um I was doing an interview um, because I was, uh, you know, centerfold, and I was doing that month's interview, and I literally walked out of it, and they were like, "Would you? did you ever think of hosting a show? And I was like, mm, mm, no. 
I have not, but I would. And they're like, great, because we would love for you to. And that's kind of how it happened. They were like, your flow is really good. And they really enjoyed me on air and everything, I guess. So I kind of came out of the interview with a job. That was pretty cool. <laughs> what uh, what show is this? Um, it was called Playmates Present. And it was on uh, the Playboy radio station. Oh, uh, okay. XM. All right. I remember that station. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, like, totally, it was really awesome. So we how we started it was um, we started usually with a comedian, mm-hmm. and they would, you know, we would, like, kind of banter and things like that. And then we would have about two to three interviews. It was an hour-long show, Monday through Friday, and um, it was, like, two or three interviews, depending, obviously, on how much that that person had to promote or whatever, and um, the interviews were usually either musical artists or, like, actors, um, which was really great to get to know how, you know, being able to kind of quiz them on everything that you kind of wanted to know with that um, genre. And if they were a musical act, then they would perform live. So that was really cool because we got, like, our own personal concert every day. It was really nice. And then uh, depending on who we would end with or if there was someone else that we wanted, uh, we would have kind of a rapid-fire quiz or random questions that we would just kind of do at the end to sum it all up. Hmm. But it was very very awesome. I got to know a lot of great people. Uh, We actually had, like, Michael B. Jordan on there. We had, like, all these people on there before they've, like, blown up as well. It was really awesome. Oh, so you must have a... uh laundry list of people that you've met, like, famous? Uh, kind of, yeah. And people that I didn't really know were famous, but were famous. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, wow, people know you? Okay, I didn't know who you were, but now I'm getting to know you through these interviews. So it's really great. Like, I really got to know Adam Ant. You know who Adam Ant is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super, it's like, I would not really understand who Adam Ant was. But I got to interview him, so I had to have a lot. I had to research because I would love to research everybody and ask them like all these random questions. And um, I got to know him, and that was pretty interesting because also the same week that I was interviewing him, uh, VH. <laughs> oh my God, VH1 had this whole thing about um, different celebrities where they had like a downfall or a dramatic thing in the media or something like that. Adam Ant was like one of their countdown people, and I was like, "You're kidding me!" So, you did that. You also were, um, you worked the red carpet for the 2012 ESPYs. I did. Yeah, I worked the carpet, uh, the red carpet. That was pretty amazing, actually. I mean, I'm a huge sports fanatic, and I just was so, I was floored that I was asked. And, um, yeah, I got to, gosh, who did I, I'm trying to think, like, who I interviewed. Uh, Lamar Odom, I think, was one of them. Uh, because he was with, like, Khloe Kardashian at that point or something like that. Um, uh, the Gr- Gronkowski. Gosh, I mean, there was, like, so many random ones that kind of went through. It's on there somewhere. It's on the Internet somewhere. <laughs> but it was amazing because I was just already starstruck because I'm always, like, trying to go to um, any sports game that I can. I'm a huge nut for all that. 
And so I was just like, oh my gosh, this there's this was better for me than like the Academy Awards or something like that, just because I was I, I respect so much the like athleticism and the dedication that these athletes put to put forth, you know, and there's Olympians there and all this. So yeah, it was pretty amazing. And then I actually got to go a couple years after that, I went as a guest. And there, oh my gosh, I like met Brett Favre and even Jake Gyllenhaal was there. It was the year that uh, Caitlyn Jenner was being honored or something like that. So it was, that was, you know, in and of itself, its own fiasco. (laughs) Yeah, we we see that, you know, going through your social media, we see that, you know, you're at a lot of games. You were actually at a few Super Bowls. Did you go to this one this year? No, I did not. Um, Thankfully so. I saved my money. That one. <laughs> We're on that, Good call. One. that was uh, not the most exciting Super Bowl. Sorry, everybody. I was super excited to see that the Rams are going because it's, you know, first L.A. Um, year, and I thought that was really cool to see them go all the way, almost. Um, but, yeah, it, to me, it was not very exciting. The past few years have been way more exciting, in my opinion. Oh, you're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, unfortunately, because like you know, you really want that game to have a like a back and forth, or you just you don't really want a shutout or anything. You want everyone to be on their you know their A game and to prove why they've made it and really show up. But yeah, I wasn't really like that. <laughs> no, it, it definitely fell flat. <laughs> I know. Oh well. Now there's always extra. You've been a DJ. You work the red carpet. You're, you're a model. How did you get into that? Was that before all of this? Was it after? Was it a springboard? How did that all happen? Yeah, modeling was kind of my springboard into acting what I do now. Um, it, I kind of fell into it. Uh, it. It really did start with me being a centerfold. Okay. So that's, that's where it started. I didn't do modeling before, although I'd always wanted to. Uh, my mom tried to help me get into that a little bit because I had expressed to her that that was a dream of mine to, like, really, you know, do modeling and be in front of the camera and just, like, just, you know, be more of that extrovert. And uh, she actually tried to help me get headshots and things like that this one time, but we got scammed. So the one time we, she really like put, I mean, we spent over a thousand dollars and this guy totally scammed us. So it kind of put a damper on the experience. Plus my dad got super pissed. <laughs> you know, it was like, it's not, it just didn't feel right. So it was not very awesome. Um, and then, but then I just, I guess I never gave up or always kept it in my prayers. And, um, eventually I I fell into being centerfold. It was the weirdest thing. I had just put it out so much that eventually somebody was like, hey, well, I might know somebody who is in the company that could help you, and then who knows what they can do. But it was kind of one of those, like, you know, I heard you you want to do this. I might know somebody. And then it just it kind of fell on the plate. All right. So <clears throat> with that, um you did become a Playmate of the Month. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually were the month after one of our previous guests, uh, Raquel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, cool, yeah. So, how did you find out? She hosted out- with me on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so mm-hmm. you two were... Can you were- talk about that? No. No, she didn't. <laughs> oh. We'll have to yell at her for that one. <laughs> oh, what the heck? Um, so... 
you must have uh, known her before this, or did you kind of just meet up during the show? ask this um how was hef i mean we we hear from the um our previous interviews you know um he's a great guy don't fail us oh, now hef? yeah oh, Like I said, that's that's pretty much the impression we get from everyone. Um, yeah. We just like to have everyone's, you know, personal take on it. Well, you know what what they kind of did for him and what they meant to him in the in being a part of his or being you being part of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Now you're from California. Did you ever spend a lot of time at the mansion? Was that a place that y- you would frequent, or it was just more? Like what the outcome of all that is ever going to be in the end, but I'm just 
I'm super shocked that it didn't become some sort of museum. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, when you went there, you just felt history everywhere. I mean, it was amazing. Now, with um, his sons now, they're they're in the business now with that. Do you happen to know if they have set up, like, a second mansion to keep kind of this thing going? Um, well, I, I don't know if you heard or saw on the news, but they they sold the mansion. So half of the lot is staying to stay, stay in the house until he passed, and then whoever bought the mansion would then take over the mansion. And the neighbor bought the, man- the mansion. So I don't know what he's going to do with that. I don't know if he's just going to make it an add-on to his home. I, don't, I really don't know what, what his hmm. personal plan is. Um, but it is no longer under Playboy, under any of the Hefners. Um, yeah, I don't, it's not their property anymore. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's in the, in the news. Switching gears, you have stated that now you are an actress. You're in um, movies. You're in TV. Um, do you have anything upcoming that you're planning to do? Is there anything that's in post-production that's going to be released soon that we can check out? Um, yeah. Um, well, right now on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, even on DVD, I've found it in Walmart. I was pretty excited. Um, there's a movie called Silencer that I'm in. That's with um, Johnny Mesner, uh, Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, Robert Lozardo, who I adore so much, and uh, and myself. And it's an action film, so it's, it's actually really amazing. I get people messaging me all the time saying how much they enjoyed it, and it's doing super well on Netflix right now, actually. Um, I believe it's in their action section. So that's out already. Um, and then I have a movie coming out in May, I believe they told me. That one's called Road Trees and Honeybees, and it's a very sweet movie. Um, hmm. Kind of reminds me of, like, Little Miss Sunshine and others, but um, very wholesome like that. Um, yeah, so those are out right now. I have another one in production that I filmed late last year. That's called Hot Water. That's all about jet skis and the competitive uh, competi- the competitions of jet skis. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's actually, I can't wait to see it all come together. I was just talking to the director and the producers about it and the post-production. They said it's, it's amazing. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. Okay. Um, have you had any uh, favorite roles that you've done, like your movie you're most proud of? I guess to just be like hold up really quick I'm like what are you 
exactly are we doing? And she's like, well, this is a Turkish movie. And I was like, yes, I understand. But I, like, I auditioned in English, and I I don't know if this, what is this for? Is this just for me to know some of the language while I'm here? And she's like, no, this, like, you're the lead of this film. And I go, yeah, got that too. <laughs> like, but I, you know, nothing was ever told to me. And she's like, no, but the whole, um, the whole movie's in Turkish. And I was like, come again? Like, Am I learn? Am I speak? Like I was super flabbergasted. I had no idea what was going on. And lo and behold, I literally only had her for about a week and a half, and we started filming in one week. And she had to teach me how to read Turkish, read and write Turkish, because I was going to be by myself for the rest of the filming time, and I had to speak Turkish and learn it for this entire movie. Did you pull it off? I hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was so good. Oh my God. I love language now. I love language. It's such a hard language, but I love language. Um, It was amazing. I did. I totally pulled it off. And the next year I went out there for um, the premiere and we had a little bit of a, like we'd fly to a couple other cities uh, and and did different uh, appearances and showings. And it was amazing. I pulled it off. Everyone was super impressed. I was super impressed. I was like, holy crap. I, once I learned that I was going to speak Turkish, I called my manager at the time. And I was like, um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm speaking Turkish in this whole thing. And he's like, do you want to come home? I was like, no, not really. I'm going to do this. And he's like, you could totally come home right now because he did not tell us that. And I'm like, that's all right. I've been asking the universe to help me learn a language because I really want to learn Spanish. I took it in high school. I guess I didn't care that much because I didn't retain it. And now I'm kicking myself. And I was putting out there super hard that I really wanted to learn a language. I had no idea that they were going to sign me up for probably one of the hardest languages out there. But that's what I ended up doing. And I'm super grateful for the opportunity. And I had a blast being able to shoot on location. Nice. So have you kept up with uh, doing it? Have you become fluent? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, it's so hard. It's not. That's not even an excuse. But um, it really just. I don't know. It kind of. It's so true. If you don't use it, you lose it. And there's totally words and stuff that I can that I still got and whatnot. But it is such a difficult language. Um, and I, I mean, I definitely would love to jump back in and I will always, you know, I kind of have it on my phone, like a Duolingo or something that I have on my phone that every now and then I'll pull out and open, but it's like Turkish. You don't really find a lot of people speaking it around here. So it's, that's why I'm trying to make my shift of like, um, Spanish needs to happen because there are people around here who speak Spanish and mm-hmm. I should know it. So I at least have that as a, the Turkish as a confidence booster that I do it. So that's what at least is guiding me in that way. <laughs> Excellent. Um, you've obviously probably done a bunch of auditions for things. What was, say, the dream role that you didn't get? God, the dream role that I didn't get? Um, you know, I don't even know how to answer that because when I go into a room and... After I've done my audition, I leave, I leave whatever I did there. So I never dwell on it. 
I never go um, go back and you know and really give myself a hard time about it or say God I really wish because I feel everything is uh, happens for a reason and I feel like things are meant to be if they happen not meant to be if they don't happen so there's really not something that I can remember because it hasn't bothered me enough uh, to really thoroughly answer that question like you probably were hoping. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it just shows that you seem to be a very positive person and you're always trying to right. put your best foot forward. So. Exactly. That's admirable. Happen, that's the thing. Like, about acting, it's real. It's, oh, God. It really tests you. I mean, I, I don't know. It tests... You have to have such a thick skin and you can't... Like, you know, it's like everyone's looking... When in these audition rooms, they're looking for something specific. And if you go in there and you really, really want it, but it's like, if you go in there and you don't get it, which 99% of the people are not going to get it, you know, or 99, even, you know, even more percent is not going to get it because only one person is going to, like, you would be devastated if you didn't get the, you know, most of the, um, if you didn't get the roles that you auditioned for, because you're not going to get all of them. You're, you barely even get one of them every you know every so often it's such it's so difficult and um it's like I totally commend actors and actresses because it's just like they it's hard not to then look at yourself and be like what's wrong with me you know what I mean because it's like every everyone's looking for something specific and hell to be honest with you the casting director and the director and the producer don't even know half the time what they're looking for until it smacks them in the face so you're going in there trying to, you know, be something that you think they might want, but they don't even know they want. Hmm. So it's really a psychological screw-up because you're trying to be like, but I'm good, I know what I can do, I can do this for you, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, it's not up to you, and you have to be super comfortable with not being the answer for them. And you have to take it as, thank you for, the, thank you for your time, and thank you for letting me practice my talent and skill for you. I guess it helps being from uh, California with that because if you were from New York, it, there's that's why there's so many angry people here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. There's angry people here too. I just don't know how many people like say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. On a happy note, who is your favorite co-star? Very good. Um, we'll change gears to a, from something funny there to something adorable, um, and that would be your dog. I'm not a big. Uh, he just he just totally side eyed me when you did that. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that something's happening right now, Cody? He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a small dog guy. I got like a 95 pound big behemoth, but. That, I, I will admit that that dog is uh, a cute dog. Yeah, 
sweetest. And I can say this because I didn't pick him out or anything. He was a total surprise for me. An ex-boyfriend got him for me for Christmas. And he was leaning against the wall with this little, like, where it was. He didn't even feel like a pound. He was, like, in the palm of his hand. And I just, I melted. I couldn't even. And he has been, Cody has been such a blessing to my life. He is a complete angel. And he has, I mean, Oh, he's so adorable. You have no idea how many people have also told me that in the sense that I don't really like small dogs, but your dog's really cool. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, thank you. He really is like the best thing ever. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? He's a Pomeranian. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, they're cute. Which usually are some of them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I was never a Pomeranian fan. So this, like, even the fact that this dog got picked out for me, I was like, where did you think I would like this? Like, what, <laughs> what thought was in your head about a Pomeranian? Because I was huge into, like, I thought pugs were cute, or or I really was kind of, I had a lab at the time, and I liked bigger dogs, and so I was just like, I don't even know where you thought Pomeranian. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but he is such a blessing. I mean, he really is, he has the best temperament. He's just super chill. He, he can go with me anywhere and just adapt to whatever the situation is, and I think that's where a lot of people are like, oh, wow, I'm not usually a small dog person, but he's just, like, chilling. He's pretty amazing. Nice. Do you want to uh, throw out his uh, social media so that people could follow him? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Everyone should follow this guy. I wish, honestly, I probably don't even do it justice because social media in itself is already a job, but Cody is quite hilarious. Yes, um, I would hope that everyone go and follow Cody. Um, let's see, his Instagram is Cody, K-O-D-I underscore the stud, T-H-E-S-T-U-D, because he really is a stud. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he really, he, God, I'm like, you guys should just meet him because I can't even do it justice. My words don't even do him justice. He's just such a chill dog. <laughs> Speaking of social media, um, I follow you on um, all the platforms, and you were on a long excursion um, about a month ago, roughly, a little over a month. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I checked out for the holidays. I was like, you know what? I am going to do something for myself, and I'm going to end the year in a calm manner doing what I love to do most, which is traveling, and also um, starting a book that I've been meaning to read for five damn years. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, reading is a luxury, people. Like, geez, like, it's crazy how I, I've had this book for five years, and it was recommended to me by a, um, like, a, a makeup artist, and I was sitting in her chair, and we started to really bond over, like, very positive and, like, kind of magical talk and energies and stuff like that, and she suggested this book. I bought it instantly, and it sat on my shelf for five years. It moved with me in every apartment and such, but <laughs> I never got to it until this year, because when I was in Italy, I would make sure that I um, would go to like a, a piazza or um or a coffee shop or something and just sit there and read and like dedicate my time to like this book so i had to leave the country to do that <laughs> <laughs> now you were in italy from the pictures i saw i saw italy i saw france did you go anywhere else um, no i stayed mostly in italy so i feel like about three weeks and some change in italy um i was staying mostly in bologna 
which is amazing and such an underrated city. Holy crap. Um, it's, I went there and then we went, I went to um, Venice as well, which I love. And then, then we went up to Paris. So then for about a week, I spent Christmas in Paris. And that was so magical and so beautiful. And um, for Christmas Eve, I went to Christmas Eve Mass at the Notre Dame. And um, that was, oh my gosh, that was so magical. Um, yeah, I basically did like a big museum and church tour. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I saw the pictures out of outside of uh, the Eiffel Tower, um, Moulin Rouge. The other thing that you did take a, a lot of picture of pictures of, and it, it got me very uh, envious, was the food. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I love food so much. Oh, my Thank God I got a gym membership when I was in Bologna because I <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Who has better food, then? Italy or France? pizza because me and Joe are both uh, huge fans of pizza we see that you you know you even the other day you took this picture of this amazing looking dish of slices of thing of pizza I don't even know how you would even categorize it it was like a huge butcher block full of pizza Pizza that comes with like one, and I used to have a boyfriend who would. Fight 
fight with me over the damn egg. And I'm like, look, I'm like, let's just get two eggs then, you know, because mm-hmm. you're like, because I'm not going to give up the egg, and he sure hell was not giving up the egg. So it would kind of be of a bicker. And um, eventually we broke up, and I would go to the place by myself, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have one egg, and I'm not going to have two eggs. I'm going to have an egg on every damn slice. <laughs> so I would order six eggs on my pizza, and I would I would definitely dust that pizza. <laughs> and everyone around me would always be like, what is that? Oh, my God, it looks amazing. What is that? And I would tell them, oh, it's the Nikki special. And <laughs> I had no idea that they literally started to tell all their new servers and their old servers who mostly knew me, so it wasn't too much of a, you know, of a tell. But all the new servers, they started to tell, um, there's this one special off-menu item called the Nikki special, and this is what it is. And I ended up going there, like, I want to say the the beginning of last year, and I was bringing somebody there, and I was like, you have to try this pizza. And I ordered it. And they were like, it was a new new girl, new waitress, and she was like, wait, I've heard, this is like the Nikki special or something, right? And I got and she's like, uh, something about like, are you, are you Nikki? And I was like, why, yes, I am. You know, like, it was like this, I had no idea that they even made it anything. I just always would tease about it and just be like super excited that I get to eat my pizza. And I found out that it was definitely something they started putting in their training, which was pretty cool. So you can literally go to this place and have the Nikki special and it's on the 30 on Ventura Boulevard. It is my favorite restaurant. It has a full bar. It's a very great spot to, like, even if it's, like, a nice dinner or even, like, a, it's sports as well. Like, they have a bunch of TVs everywhere. It's very, it's amazing. And, yeah, pizza, food is amazing to me. <laughs> that pizza sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we know if we ever go to California, <laughs> we'll, we'll be going. <laughs> and what we'll be ordering. Let's change gears because you talk about how much of a foodie you are that you can polish off that pie, yet you're a gym rat. We see pictures all the time of you at the gym. Um, how, how, how many hours a day are you at the gym? Oh, God. Um, well, I mean, at least an hour in the morning. I wake up and I try and start my day that way. Um, because I feel like, I mean, as a female and all that, you don't, I don't want to be the girl that goes to the gym with makeup on (laughs) or anything like that. You know, I want to be able to kind of sweat it out, then take the shower and get ready for my day. And plus it's just a really good way to start. Um, and so I, I, I basically am there an hour. Sometimes I'm there a couple hours, depending on if I do a class, um, or two, uh, or if I take a class and I'm like, okay, I want to just keep going because my like adrenaline is up. But I would say at least an hour a day, um, sometimes up to two. And that's seven days a week. Uh, just about. Wow. All just right. about. There's obviously days that I like camp, but I'll I'll do something at home. Yeah. Like I'll either do a little bit of yoga, or um, I have all these apps that I love to use. And I just kind of whip out a mat and start doing my own thing. Are you more of a runner or like a weight training? Um, 
I would say that I try and do both cardio and weights, but I've noticed a lot of other girls being super intense with their weight, so I feel like I shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> I am more cardio, and then I just do, you know, I do what the, the weights that I can do. I'm not ever really trying to do, like, gains or anything like that. I'm not trying to really grow a lot and concentrate on that a lot. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like I should sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, God, I want to I wanna have that bigger, that more toned, or that whatnot. So I feel like I get into little head spaces where I want that, but I definitely would say it's more cardio and just kind of maintaining, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, just from the Instagram stories and things like that, I mean, it seems like you're living there. So, I mean, congratulations on dedication. Well, I, def- I try and put it out there. Like, I try and definitely, like, I, I try and hold myself accountable. So, I'm like, okay, I want to let everyone know that I'm doing it because I always try and be a real motivator and an inspirational person. And, you know, I'm always trying to have positive things said and or be like, you know, get to the gym or do your thing or, you know, like, don't forget to work out or eat right or, you know, maintain health. And, um, I just feel like if I don't put it out there that I'm there or display it, then either I look like a fake or I feel like maybe I won't hold myself accountable. So it's like everyone helps me <laughs> go because I feel like, oh, I got I to gotta let everyone know I did this today or something. So it's kind of a, you know, it kind of feeds both, <laughs> both ends for me. Have you always been into fitness or is this like a more recent uh, activity oh. of yours? No, I was always in the fitness. Really? Um, when I was younger, I would get weight sets for Christmas. Um, I yeah, I was a gymnast when I was really young. I was I started as a gymnast and then was an athlete. Um, you know, I was in like the little Olympics and things like that for running. So I've always been very active, um, and I love sports. So I was like, I was the tomboy, and I would always play sports with my dad. And things like that, like play ball and um, and whatnot. So mm-hmm. sports, athleticism, being active has always been in my life and something that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, I, you know, it's like I got a gym membership when I was in high school and would really try and keep that up. So I've always wanted to maintain an active lifestyle. So, but yeah, I just, <laughs> I remember what really got me into fitness when I was really young. I, I would at the most random times you would see me run up to my room and put on my um this is hilarious uh put on my like gymnast leotard and then I'd like run down the stairs really fast and the next thing you know I'm moving all the furniture in the family room so that I have an open space and I pop this um Mickey Mouse jazzercise VHS tape in (laughs) in the VHS player and I would go to town and I would just, like, be like, you know, all right, kids, like, and I'd be like, yeah, and I'd be, like, clapping my hands and doing jumping jacks and going all over and, like, trying to get all my energy out, and so I feel like Mickey Mouse Jazzercise really started my kick in a I remember that. <laughs> Mickey yeah, Mouse Jazzercise? I do, too. I tell you. Yeah, it was amazing. I have no idea. I really love that thing. Yeah. I swear. It was, like, my favorite VHS tape. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. Um, usually at the end, I, I feel like we're kind of uh, mirroring your uh, radio show, where we uh, we usually at the end always like to ask um, some rapid fire questions. So we 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 promise we did not steal this from you. 
<laughs> but uh, we'll see. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you said that you you've uh, met a lot of famous people. Who would you consider is the most famous person that you met? I mean, and like I said, we have a huge list that I haven't seen on social media. So who is your uh, most famous? We, hit, we do the hard-hitting questions here. <laughs> For me, it's very hard because it's like, it just depends who you talk to on who's more famous, you know? Um, but I would say, God, I don't even, I met Elton John, and he's amazing. So that's pretty that's big. That's pretty yeah. worldwide famous, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty up there. Yeah, yeah, Elton John's pretty up there. I mean, I've had some really amazing uh, introductions. Actually, at Elton John's, say so now do you do you play cool or do you get starstruck or it depends on who it is Conversation, I'll just end it. Just I just see Taco Bell. I gotta yell it out. <laughs> it's just... I'm not kidding. I've been in that situation. <laughs> it happens all the time. Like we're driving, whoever's in the car with me, we'll drive, and we could be in the best conversation ever, and everyone's engaged, and all of a sudden it's like word vomit or Tourette. I'm not sure, and I'm just like Taco Bell, and then everyone's like, "Well, what do you want Taco Bell right now?" And I'm like, "Well, I always want Taco Bell, but that's not the point." I just, You may have just answered the next question, <laughs> but what is your favorite? What is your favorite guilty pleasure? Probably Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I think I. I mean, 
There we go. Um, you seem to have answered your favorite restaurant earlier with the uh, the Nikki special. I'm going to ask this one now, and we we may have the answer for the third straight time. But your favorite food? Oh God. Okay. Um, that's really hard. I love sushi. Like love sushi really a lot, um, and would eat that probably every day. So it's like Taco Bell and sushi. God, I don't know if my stomach can handle me. <laughs> um, but I probably would say sushi. Although I. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I really love when I go to, like, a really nice steak restaurant and when I get to order their, like, vegetables. I love vegetables as well. So, it's like, I look forward to not only the steak, obviously, and I always try and get, like, a surf and turf, but I love really nice steakhouses, like, their side plates of, like, whatever their, um, their vegetables are. I always love that. Are you like an unusual vegetable eater, like asparagus, Brussels sprouts, things like that, or do you like the oh. the normal like, kind of vegetable? I love well, I love beets. Beets are awesome, and I did not discover beets until a few years ago. Beets, I love. Uh, yeah, Brussels sprouts are amazing. I love broccoli and cauliflower. Um, and cauliflower, you can make into anything. Have you noticed that? That, that, yeah. That's like the new thing I want to try because I'm I do not like fruit, but I love vegetables, and it does seem mm. that that is like the most versatile of vegetables. Yeah, it is. I mean, isn't that insane? You can have like mashed potatoes. You can have. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? But it's amazing. It really is yummy. You really think it kind of is mashed potatoes if you aren't told from the beginning. You know, it's it's a really um, it's a it's an exquisite vegetable, the fact that we can make it into so many things. And squash, too. Squash becomes, like, spaghetti and all this stuff. I, I am a, I am one of them. When In the summer, that, like, yellow squash, I'm all about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why not? You can stay healthy, but trick your body into thinking you're eating pasta. That's great. <laughs> now, let's go with the opposite of eating healthy. What is your... If you have one, if you do drink, what is your favorite adult beverage? Okay, my favorite adult beverage is uh, 1942 with one large ice cube and a lime. Don Julio 1942, tequila. Okay. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I've had one shot of tequila in my life, and I'm, I'm more of a beer guy, so. Mm, I like with, I mean, I love wine, obviously, Italy. I had so mm-hmm. much wine, but... Um, uh, I also, I like, like, the yellows and the browns, so it's, like, I like tequila, and I like a good, like, whiskey or, um, uh, like, bourbon. All right. Like, I, I'm, I'm a total guy's girl. I'm the type that wants to, like, sit there with, like, one, you know, just some, like, whiskey or something, and I actually really like cigars, too, so I've been the one that's, like, yeah, right. sitting there and has a cigar and <laughs> And my whiskey or bourbon or whatever, next cognac, whatever it may be, next to me. So, yeah. You ever come to New York, we have a great cigar bar that we always go to. So, you let us know. We'll, t- we'll invite you there. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'd love to. Now, speaking of cities, we like to speak a lot here. Um, what is your favorite city to go in the United States and then, say, abroad? 
Okay. Um, yeah, Austin, Texas is probably one of my favorites. Uh, it just has so much to offer. I mean, I can literally be on Sixth Street, which is like a, a bar, like a row of bars and like uh, a lot of uh, like live music. And then also I can hop in the car and we can go down and there's uh, like Lake Austin and things like that. And I can hop on a boat. I mean, it's really amazing. Or I can paddleboard on this river. I mean, it's I really just think Austin has so much uh, to offer outdoors, indoors, talent-wise. Um, and not bad weather. It does get a little hot, but, you know, that's where you go to the boat. Um, and then abroad, oh, I love Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, I love Amsterdam. But um, there's so many cities also that I haven't been to that I would love to go to. Uh, like, I haven't been to Australia, I haven't been to New Zealand, I haven't been to India, um, you know, it's like, I really want to go to these places, I haven't been to Egypt, I think that'd be really cool, um, but so it's like, I, I, so far I don't know what my ultimate favorite place is, but I guess I would say, probably Amsterdam, I love Amsterdam. Okay. Have you been? No, I have not been to Europe yet. If I do go, I'm going back to the motherland. I want to go to Poland. That's where that's where oh. I want to go. So that that's that's hey, mine. Do it. No, I've never been to Europe either. No. <laughs> what? You no. guys, you're so close. New York is so close. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hop on my uh, paddleboard. I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> we prefer that to no, stay in the States or, or Canada. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we like the Canada because of the beer. Oh, Canada's uh, great. Yeah. I love Toronto. We love Toronto. Yes. Too. It's a good city. Yeah. It's a great city. I love Canada. And the people are amazing. I, one of my best friends lives in Toronto. I, I love Canada. Now, we talked about it, um, how you were at the mansion. What would you consider, and we've had two different answers on this now, um, what is your favorite Playboy party? Oh, God. Um, Fourth of July is so much fun. And Fourth of July only gets to be like family. Uh, It's like real close friends and family. Um, So that, I mean, I really, Fourth of July is always so much fun. Um, I guess another one is Midsummer's, but like one of my first years because that was not open to the public um it used to just be Hugh Hefner's people you know now um afterwards it became controlled by this event thingy called karma and karma would bring in you know like promotional models and um just other people that could buy a ticket and buy their way in uh, so I feel like as the years came uh, and gone, I feel like Midsummer's became a different type of party. So hmm. I would have said Midsummer's had it been the traditional Midsummer's, but overall, Fourth of July was always really amazing. Really? So it kind of became like commercial? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, still, you know, you still had to be more privately in that uh, company or whatever, or you know, even know about the company and know that there's a way in. 
but it still it still became less personal to Hef and more public. Yes, because okay. even Hef wouldn't come down as much. Whereas Hef, you know, obviously he was getting older and whatnot, but it's like he would be at the parties all the time in the you know seventies, eighties, nineties, the whole time, and then it became less and less and less as the years went by. All right. Um, we have our one last question. We uh, talk about this a lot on our uh, our show here. Um, what is your favorite sport and sports teams? Oh, my favorite sport. Okay, my favorite sport to watch, play, watch in person. What? Um, one the one the question for a sports team. One for each. One, yeah. What, what's your favorite sport to play, and what's your favorite sport to go see live? You know, I have actually recently become a, I'm a golfer now. Okay. So golf I like to play, and I do more frequently than any other sport recently. Um, other than that, probably beach volleyball. Uh, to go to, right? That was the next one? Yeah. Yes. To, get to, to attend. Um, to attend, gosh, hockey. I love yes. hockey games. There we go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, I love hockey games. Oh my god, it's so much fun. There's so much energy. I like. Uh, I've never really been a. You know, I don't really want to uh, cheer on fighting, but goddamn, it's so much fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like impressive. <laughs> Have any of you guys seen the movie Goon? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god, is that not the best? It's so underrated. Good not movie. many people know about it, but isn't it amazing? That that is, I know it's like kind of sacrilege to say. That's one of my top like hockey movies because you know you have the slap shots, you have um, other ones like that where they're kind of held in like lore. But I Goon is just it's a it's a great movie because it to me I kind of see that really being the way that it is. It, yeah, no, totally. So I I do love that movie. Yeah, no, that's, oh, God, it's such a good movie. I'm so glad you know it. I mean, obviously, if you're a, um, you know, you're a, or a hockey fan, then, of course, you would, would think that you would know it. But yeah. um, not many people do. So, yeah, it's such a great movie. It's such a great job. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, who are your sports teams, then? Oh, okay. Um, I, well, I mean, i got to keep it pretty traditional. My dad grew up in San Diego, so... Uh, he was a season ticket holder to the Chargers uh, since their first year being in San Diego. They started their first year in L.A., then they moved after a year. Um, so I would, I really still want to say the Chargers. I give Rivers so much respect. He's really amazing and consistent. Um, so I'll say that. For hockey, the Ducks, I grew up a Ducks fan, but I really like the Golden Knights as well. They're such a kick-ass team. Um so they're a new, they're a newbie for me. Um, for basketball, uh, I mean, I've always been a Laker fan, but I do like, I enjoy players in basketball. So it's like what six plus players from Lakers, the original awesome Lakers, moved to the Clippers. So I started to also like and go and attend uh, Clippers games because uh, I'm, I like to follow players that I enjoy. And then, oh, what else? Okay, Angels, baseball. Uh, uh, what else? 
that it? That's all. That's it. Just about it. Yeah. Yep. You nailed all the, the majors. So. I did everything that I could. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Um, usually at the end of the interviews, we let you um, plug your social media, anything else you have. You do have a calendar that's out now. I know we're I, we're a little bit into the year, but if you want to plug that. I'm still doing it. And, you know, they, it's like, yeah, I, I would love to. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, I have a really amazing uh, 2019 calendar. I literally use a calendar every year of my life, so I've always had a personal uh, relationship with calendars. I really love and look forward to having one every year, so that's kind of why I, I do one. Um, it's really beautiful. It's it's a really beautiful look at. I mean, also, if you like chicks, you know, <laughs> it helps. And then it also has a beautiful backdrop. They're most, it's all nature. There's, uh, for like sunset and the colors, it's just something super beautiful um and that's on my website which is uh, missnickylee.com all spelled out m-i-s-s-n-i-k-k-i-l-e-i-g-h and um yeah and then if you want to follow me on any social media Miss Nikki Lee is also my instagram and from there you can kind of find everything else just because it's in the bio uh facebook obviously just type in nikki lee um always look for the blue check mark i just have to say that if you're unsure if it's me or not just look for a blue verified check mark that is the reason why they are there there are so many people pretending to be other people out there and scamming other people and it's not right so i want to make sure that everyone knows to whoever you're following um really try and make sure that it's uh, a blue verified check mark because it's probably not them otherwise <laughs> all right we appreciate you coming on we had a great time hopefully you did as well yeah um if we can do this again like i said we'll uh we'll hopefully be able to do it um like you said make sure you check out her social media um You'll be able to see great photos of food, uh, an adorable dog. (laughs) Yeah. And like I said, we really appreciate you uh, coming on and speaking with us. Yeah, I appreciate you reaching out to me. It's super amazing. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. As much fun as I did. Yes. And the funny thing is we... I've been trying to get uh, you on here before you actually went on your trip. So this has been very exciting for me because this was like three months in the making now. So... <laughs> so um again we thank you and we'll hopefully talk to you soon yeah it's awesome thanks both of you have a beautiful rest of your day evening whatever wherever you're listening from thank you thank you very much thank you all right have a good night yeah you too right, good night bye. all right that was uh nikki lee uh she's on yes okay. all right all right we uh, we know that she she gave us a uh, our time. We 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 ran her over a little bit longer than uh, right. normal, you. but sure I think I think she I think she enjoyed it. Great. Those last few questions uh, really made it go. She made me hungry for Taco Bell. Yes, that's, I, for, that's for damn sure. I wish we had Taco Bell. Near I us. don't know. I want that Nikki special now. I'm thinking that I actually that had sounds pr- pretty good. Yeah. I actually had prosciutto t- uh, tonight. So I oh made, wow, I made uh, prosciutto uh, quesadillas. They were delicious. Never had a prosciutto quesadilla. They, they are good. That sounds it's really nice. Good. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, 
do the prosciutto first so it gets a little crispy, bacony. Yeah. And then put it in. Boom. You know what's funny? I was never a big deli meat guy till like maybe like the last several years, but prosciutto has become like a oh, top one for me. Pretty much every day for lunch, I'll get a, a wrap and I'll always add prosciutto into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like turkey, cheese, prosciutto. And yeah. We add uh, a little bit more like a salty flavor. We were in, uh, we were in, um, what is it? What's like the big uh, Yonkers? We were down in Yonkers, Yonkers. Um, maybe about a month and a half ago okay. um, for my work. And this itty bitty tiny bodega, I mean, it was like a hole in the wall. But they made an Italian combo and they put prosciutto on it. And it was like, I, I don't even know the name of the place. Mm-hmm. I, it, like, it was just, it had like an open sign on it. Right. But it had, it was outstanding. Nice. It, it, like for a tiny hole in the wall place to actually throw out prosciutto onto an Italian combo. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, magnifico, Very if you nice. will. So, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, all right. But. Uh, all right, I guess we should wind it down. Um, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC. Uh, follow Nikki Lee on her social media that she gave out. Um, yes. We're going to follow her dog. Yes. Cody the Stud uh, at Cody underscore the Stud. I'll have to check out Cody. Yeah. He sounds like a very cute little pup. It, it is. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm a, you know me, I'm a big dog yeah, kind of guy. You, you hate animals. We've got I, I like animals. Um, but I, I, am not a big, uh, I'm not a big, uh, small dog fan, but that dog is cute. I, I will, right. I will admit. Okay. It's like a little furball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Pomeranians really are. Yeah. They, they can go, they can go like the wind. Some are nasty and some are really cute. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us and, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yes. All right. Uh, that's all for now. <laughs>